Alright guys, welcome to episode 41 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And today we're going to talk about what we've been watching. We're going to talk about, um, you know, some of the things that have happened with COVID. Talk a little more in depth about that. Um, you know, making sure everybody's kind of up to date and, you know, how ridiculous people can be. Um, and then we're going to talk about the new music that just dropped. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, Anderson Pock and Bruno Mars dropped a single. And, you know, Drake dropped three new songs, and we'll talk about, you know, one of them's featuring Rick Ross, so we talk about that a little bit. And uh, I feel like there was somebody else. But, uh, yeah, I have no idea who it is. Obviously, <laughs> he doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> but first... start with what we've been watching um mm-hmm. uh actually you know what before that yeah what i've been playing uh bloodboard still poison that's all <laughs> that's all i wanted to say still poison um so, <laughs> still like working that. through it still like trudging through it or like god i hate this so much why am i even playing it but i gotta keep going because it's really no, good it's, it's, yeah exactly so i like it but like the same thing will kill me like four times in a row i, I forgot to mention when we were talking about this game before is there's an awesome mechanic in it, and it's, uh, again, poison mechanic. So, like, uh, without using their terminology, just put it in, like, normal terms. Mm-hmm. So, let's say you can only level up at a save point, right? Like, you can only, right. like, actually level up at a save point. Mm-hmm. You're gaining experience the whole time, right? You may gain experience enough experience for, like, four levels. If you die before you spend the experience to level up, you lose all of it. And oh. and when you lose it all, here's the thing. When you lose it all, <clears throat> it it drops on the ground. So you come back. If you can make it, well, sometimes it drops on the ground. You can make it back to it. You can pick it up and then keep all of it. But mm-hmm. if you die on the way there, all that experience is gone forever. Mm-hmm. So so the other thing that can happen is, is it doesn't happen with bosses, um, mm-hmm. but like, if you killed by just like a random enemy that's around, or if there's like five of them and one of them kills you, mm-hmm. your experience can go into any of those enemies. So like the enemy, when you get back there, will have glowing eyes. So you're like, you immediately have to prioritize that one. You're like, I can't lose everything. Like you have to die first. So yes. that way, even if I die now, I can still come back and get them again. But the amount of times in this game where I like am super far away from the save point mm-hmm. and like get get killed and so i'm like running all the way back every time something like i'm just fucking sprinting i'm not like trying to fight anything i'm just fucking running past everything just like nope i'm on a mission trying to get this experience back every time something catches me from behind and kills me on my way to experience i want to break my ps4 in half (laughs) because i'm like it's all gone because of this stupid fucking bird in the corner like i'm so mad (laughs) so yeah that's it game's poison it's great terrible all right (laughs) <laughs> um, also I the play- oh go oh, ahead no 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 go ahead, go ahead 
I was just going to say, also, the PlayStation Plus game this month is the remake of Final Fantasy VII, so download that. Oh, yeah, 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 I saw that, my brother told me that, and I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I gotta download it. Even if I don't download it, download it, I'm definitely gonna, right. you know, like, get the... add it to your library, so that right, way you right. can download it later, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, what were you about to say, though? Oh, oh um, just to, to touch back on, like, annoying shit that I was about to make you break your uh, controller, um, I got to a part to, um... In Resident Evil 4, where you play the two giants, the two gigantes, okay. and it's like in a furnace. And one of them you can dump into like a vat of lava, okay. and then the other one you just have to shoot. Okay. Dude, it's been forever since I've played it, but go ahead. I, oh my gosh, I I thought I was going to have to, I don't know what I was going to do, because I, I, only, <laughs> I only save over the previous save. I don't go like cascading down, right? Which oh, I yeah, nah. should. No, I, I don't either, so... Yeah, because I, I just I used to do that when I was a kid. I'd be like, when I would play GTA, I'd be like, all right, one. I would just use all the spots and then just start over every time I hit a new one. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like, fuck it, like you know, how hard can it be? Dude, I'm in there like, dude, like shooting and nothing's happening. I'm dodging, shooting, shooting, and like I died like five times shooting the same one over and over and over and over and over. And then at the end, like I'm like, all right, I'm done to my last five bullets. This is it. And so I'm <laughs> shooting the dude. I shoot him five times and nothing, and then. I'm just like, well, fuck it. I guess it's just my knife. And so I just position myself <laughs> under his legs, knife his legs, move, dodge everything, go back under his legs, knife his legs, and then just come, just keep doing that for like three times. Um, I literally have the tiniest little sliver of, of, of health. I'm like, fuck it. Like, if I die, I'm just going to have to keep doing this until I don't get hit. I hit him. It kills him. He starts to fall over. I literally, at the and then it, it triggers that dodge mm-hmm. button. Dude, I picked that up so because I put my controller down because I thought it was gonna be a cutscene where he like falls over or whatever. Right. I dodge in time, but then I'm like, dude, if I would have died there because he <laughs> fell on me, I would have been so fucking pissed, dude. I I literally was like, I literally left out like a oh, after I dodged it because I was like, I get like a doctor who just saved a child. Like, oh god, that was that was horrifying. And then it was it was a one two punch of that, and then the next level, I had like five shotgun shells. Um, and I had no health, like literally just like a tiny little sliver. And then I had to, it was a, a level where it's like, you're in a honeycomb thing and there's those, these like bugs that like fly in the air. Right. Oh, I think I dude, that. that was, that was terrible. But yeah, I thought I was, I was like, this is it. Like, this is when I give up the game because there's literally no way I can beat this and then make it to the next level without dying every single time. Right. And right. there's like no way, no way for me to go back like one step and maybe like use my money to buy an extra gun or use my money to buy a rocket launcher, you know? Right. And so, yeah. but but I made it through. I'm okay now. I'm moving on. But it's still like, Jesus. So I had a I had a small moment like that. So there's there's this uh, there's a boss in in Bloodborne. There's like, I mean it it kind of fucked me. There's a boss yeah. in Bloodborne. He he's just like this fucking worm. I think he's technically called a spider, um, but he looks just like a giant worm. And he's got a bunch of little spiders that he spawns in front of him. You kill the little ones, and and there's three phases which I didn't know. So you, you kill the, the spiders, and then you go to hit him, and he doesn't do anything. So I'm like, oh, he's just like a sponge in the back. I just had to get through the spiders. Yeah. So then I'm hitting him, right? And the whole time, like the spiders and him, they just back up the whole time. Like when you get close to them, they'll start attacking, but they never like aggressively attack you, right? Mm-hmm. So like I'm like looking at my phone, like like I'm getting text and messages, and I'm like responding to people. Then like picking up my controller, like running forward and you can't pause in in bloodborne like even when you go in the menu shit's still going on around you um right. 
But anyway, so I'm just like, you know, just like texting somebody going, killing like half of the spiders. Somebody texts me back. I put the controller down to text them back. Then I go beat the shit out of the fucking worm that doesn't do anything because I mm-hmm. killed all the small spiders. And it, it loses like a third of its health and it disappears. And then it, it like goes further down the line. Mm-hmm. And you see it like in the distance. Mm-hmm. And that's how the fight starts too. It's just like off in the distance. You see a bunch of spiders fall down. I'm like, okay, someone text me. I'm just sitting here like texting someone. I start scrolling through Twitter. All of a sudden, I'm wearing my headset. It's just fucking like a fucking mortars falling on me and i'm like what the fuck and like apparently in the second phase like the little spiders still guard him but mm-hmm. he starts shooting shit from afar but i didn't know so i'm just like scrolling through twitter and then all of a sudden i'm just like look up and i'm dead and like i'm like jesus christ and what's even more awful mm-hmm. is that area that you fight him in is like just a giant like void like um you know, in like a cartoon or something, whatever, it's a, it's just like white and they're walking on like white ground. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like the Matrix. The, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, when they fucking bring in the racks of weapons or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's it, The area is like that, but the, the white at the bottom is like water that you're stepping in. So when I died, I literally ran around in this fucking giant white area for like five minutes looking for the little puddle of blood where my experience was and I couldn't find it. <laughs> I lost so much experience. I didn't die again. It just, it was all white and I was like, I can't find it. Like, it's just, it's gone. Yeah, like, God damn it. You're like, please, sir, just so a little nibble, mess. just a, as a treat, please. Right, you're like a fucking worm that doesn't do anything and all of a sudden I'm just fucking dead. I was furious. <laughs> so that's it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so let's go to what we've been watching, uh, which mm-hmm. was the actual topic we were going to start with. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so I got two uh, Disney Plus things I can okay. go through. Um, well, we, we can do one in one, but I can okay. start off with uh, WandaVision. So WandaVision ended last night, um, or yesterday. Um, by the time you're hearing this, it'll be, I think, about a week. Um, but I, I liked it. It was really good. I will, um, the show as a whole, I really, really liked. It's just, right. it's, I think it's going to end up, end up being a, a short series, because I think the last episode is called a, a series finale. Mm-hmm. Um and so as a whole, I really liked it. I thought it was great. I thought it, it's like up there with like the like Doctor Strange in terms of the best mystical stuff that they can do. Like Doctor Strange, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Okay. Um, the finale itself was, I thought, just okay. Like it just landed the plane. Um, I don't know if I've talked on here before about Watchmen, the short series with Regina King. I from... think we did very, very briefly. Very briefly. Okay. Uh, about two years ago. Yeah. Now it came out. Um, and I feel that way about that finale as this one where like the finale happens and it like wraps up just enough and it like gets the job done, but there were episodes before that were better and like more like, holy shit, that was amazing. Like sort of stretch what the TV can be. Right. Um, but I'm okay cause I lived through lost. So <laughs> I am okay with a finale that just does the job, wraps it up. Doesn't you know? It doesn't blow me away. Doesn't but doesn't shit the landing. Well, and Game of Thrones. I live through Game of Thrones as well. So I yeah. live through Game of Thrones. I live through Lost. So I I can take it. Um, so Lost is one that shits the bed at the end. I've never well, watched it, but people, th- I'm split on it. I feel it's like the Dark Knight Rises for me of TV, where it's like there's a lot there to love because there's some big ideas that I really like, mm-hmm. but then there's some shit that makes me go like, what the fuck were they thinking? Like, what is this? Like, what? <laughs> it's just bloated. Like, where is this going? Like, why did they say that? Like that kind of stuff. So right. Um, but yeah, in the Game of Thrones, of course, is like shit. Is the bed. Shit the bed. Although yeah. I personally don't think it. Some people think 
I probably see it as like, you know, you, you, you farted and a little shit came out. Some people think that you just straight diarrhea on the bed. So there's like levels to shitting the bed. I think it's on the lesser half, but I know it's, it's not what I wanted, but this one's not like that at all. This one, you know, you made it to the toilet, you made it fine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I recommend it. If you're an MCU fan, definitely recommend it. If it's a great showcase for, um, Elizabeth Olsen, who plays the Scarlet Witch, and Paul Bettany, who plays uh, Vision. They're both great in it, especially what the show asks of them in terms of, you know, doing different versions of their characters throughout sitcoms, throughout decades. Um, and then, you know, they're, they're normal characters. So I would recommend it if you like the MCU, if you're excited for the next phases. It looks like she's going to be pretty much like the um, like one of the central characters since, you know, she had this show. And then she's going to be pretty much a co-lead on Doctor Strange 2. It'll oh, be her. Okay. And, I didn't know and, that. Mm-hmm, yeah, so they're gonna be, you know, it's like uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So yeah. I'm thinking that she's gonna go on, you know, trips with him to the multiverse. So, uh, okay. um, yeah, people. Th- well, people thought that that this was gonna be more m- multiversey than it ended up being. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still great, still awesome. Um, can't recommend it enough. And and it's only nine. It's nine episodes, each about a half hour. So you can knock it out in a day if if you wanted to. Gotcha. Um, all right. Uh, you know, I think the Game of Thrones thing, I I feel like, so I didn't like completely keep up with Game of Thrones, but Mm -hmm. I I had watched like season up to season four, maybe. Yep. And then I just quit watching for no real reason. Um, and and then like, but obviously people were talking about it the whole time. You know what I mean? And, and like on Twitter, so I was kind of keeping up with it. Um, I feel like the, it's weird because it's one of those things where I've done this stuff I haven't even, like, watched, but, like, I see people who, like, bitch about something and see people who defend it, and, like, even just based on, like, the the logic of their arguments, I can kind of be like, eh, I think, you know, this side is kind of over-exaggerating or this side. But for, I think my thing, and what it seems like, is that most people mad about Game of Thrones is that they, like, put so many, like... I don't know, like, breadcrumbs, right? They put, like, so many breadcrumbs throughout the series for, like, these different branching paths. Yeah. And then it kind of seems like the ending was just, like, fuck them. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like there's a lot of little shit that they, like, wanted you to think about and then never, like, gave you any answer to. It's not even that they gave you a shitty answer. It's that they were just, like, whatever. Like, like, they just forgot about it. It's, like, a mix of both, I think. I think it's, like, that. But then also... They just straight shit up on characterizations. Like just to, um, there's a character named Jamie Lannister, who in like season three he gives this great performance where he's like in a bathtub and he's talking about why he killed the king that he did and he was branded like a kingslayer and he was like ban- and not banished but he was you know it it, it yeah. tarred his reputation and then he said he's like you know because I was wanting to protect the people of the city you know because this guy would have killed them all and then in the last like penultimate episode. His brother's like, hey, man, we got to save the people of the city. And he's like, mm, I never really care for the people of this city. And he's like, what? You're, you're literally the opposite character that you were up until this season. So right. it's like it's it's ha- it, it's like it's it was such a criminally mismanaged season that it's not even like, oh, we forgot where Todd was. Oops. You know, Todd's out there on that right. island. You know, it's like we Todd forgot that island. And then characters are, are like misshaping to fit this form that, right. that they weren't that that they weren't leaning toward right right we've characterized them as this and then we just decided they'd make an opposite decision at the end of this. right and <laughs> it makes no it makes no sense well that's the smaller one the big one is of course daenerys people thought yeah that made no sense and 
yeah. I, I agree in that it made sense that it would happen eventually, but not that fast. Right. So, uh, you know, that's... That's one of those things that I'm like, I think I would, def- like, the people defending the show, I, I mm-hmm. feel like I'd side with them on that. It's like, I-, I feel like there was some groundwork laid that this would happen. Yeah. And, you know, maybe just for constraints or, you know, a Star Wars thing that was going to happen and didn't. Um, <laughs> but they decided yeah. to speed this up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, you know, there's a show that takes, like, three or four seasons to do, like, one thing here, one thing there. And then you see her at the start of season eight, she's like, hey, guys, what's up? I'm here with my dragons, just, you know, gonna hopefully work with y'all. And then three episodes later, she's like, you're gonna betray me. Who the fuck are you? Uh, I'm like, okay, man. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, so what have you been watching? All right, so I watched uh, Reservoir Dogs for the first time. Uh, oh, nice. I tried to start it a few times, and, or not, maybe not a few. It may have literally been once. But I think it was, like, maybe while I was in middle school, and, like, I just, like, immediately was confused as what's going on. Because, like, uh, maybe just as a fucking middle schooler, I was, like, just not... I mean, it starts with them in the diner, and, like, none of that shit really matters. It's just for characterization. And then, like, you never see the thing that actually happens, right? Right, yes. So, it's like, I wonder if a kid, I was just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, I'm out. Like, yeah, yeah, robbery, you don't see it, right? Right. So, it's like, you see them all at a dinner table, it's just characters or diner. It's just characterization, people talking just for you to see people. And then, and then, all of a sudden, it's like... They were on a robbery, the shit went south, and now, like, a guy's dying in a car. But, like, you don't see the robbery, you don't see things go south, you just see a guy dying in a car, and, and they're just talking about shit that you didn't see. So I think as a middle school, I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, I'm out. Um, mm-hmm. But, watched it again this time, and I do think... So I think, I don't know about you, I'd say Quentin Tarantino's probably my favorite director. Um, mm-hmm. I think that... This didn't really do anything for me. Like, I I don't think it was bad. I don't, like, it seemed good. It was entertaining. But, like, at the end of watching it, I was just kind of like, that was a movie. Like, like, I don't know. Do you think it's, it, well, like, I, I kind of agree. Like, I would never be like, this is, like, up there with, like, Glorious Bastards or, or Django or Kill Bill or those. I think this is, like, sort of, like, um... Not like a student film, but you go, okay, I see where this would lead to, right? Right. Like, there's uh, Christopher Nolan has a movie called Following that he made before Memento. I've never seen it, but I've heard it's like the same thing. Where, like, you watch it and you go, okay, I see where this guy's going to go. But you don't, you know, it's not, like, fully formed. Right. And you know what, Mike? I mentioned it to my dad, who's a super big Quentin Tarantino fan uh, also. And he was like... I think the draw was supposed to be, like, when when did Reservoir Dogs come out? Do you have... Uh, 92. He said, I think the draw was, like, it has such great dialogue. Like, mm-hmm. every, all the, like you said, it, and I think maybe one of the reasons where I was like, or why I was like, this is just a movie, um, is because that's something that is now a part of, like, every single one of his films. So, like, I wonder if the way it played and, and like, how snappy it was and, and all that, I wonder if that was, like, super revolutionary at the time or people were like, oh, shit, that's top notch. Yeah. And whereas now I've seen Inglorious Bastards like that. I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood like that. I've seen Pulp Fiction yeah. like that. And so now this is just, like, if that was the big draw, I kind of already seen it a bunch. <laughs> right, right. Well, do you think it's, like, um, 
Well, two things. So, like, one, I feel the same way about Clerks. Have you ever seen Clerks by Kevin I, Smith? I have. It's It's been a very long time. Or, actually, I don't know if I saw it all the way through. I can't remember. The, it's the he's black got and so many white of those one. movies that are... Okay, no, I never. I don't think I saw the black and white one. Okay. He's got so many of those movies that are all kind of the same thing. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this is, the, I feel like the same way about this one where people, you know, you look back and at the way people talk about Clerks then and even now, people are like, you know, those of his movies are shit, but Clerks, man, you had to be there. And I feel like I did have to be there because it's <laughs> it's a lot like this where now it's par for the course that you get these dialogue movies where people don't talk about anything. It's just, you know, people just talk and, and the dialogue is, is like good. It's like snappy. It's, it's heavy. Um, whereas back then you go, Oh, I guess they just didn't have that. Right. Like, right. I think it's just like you said, and I think this is, and then the second point is kind of like how we were talking about, you know, when I first, one of my first video games was Bioshock that I ever played, like that I ever right. played on my 360. And then I played shit games and I was like, wait, all video games aren't like this. And I feel like it's <laughs> like that where we are so used to great Tarantino that, you know, our first movies that we were like, these are movies are like Pulp Fiction and Glorious Bastards. So that when we watch something that maybe isn't the best of his, you go, oh, okay. Or even like, it. see the thing and the other thing that I think is important to say is I don't think this is a failure on his part. Like, I, I think... Oh, no, no. Like, because like you were saying, it's not one of the best of his, but the thing is, I don't... And I don't think you meant it this way, but I think that could be construed as like, this is one of his, like... He fucked up on this one. You know what I mean? Like, or not... Like, oh, he fucked oh, up, yeah, but yeah. he made some mistakes. But I think it's literally like, this is one of his hallmarks, and he probably formed this before anything else. And so, like, this was, like, probably the best... Tarantino could be at the time when it came out and then he started putting that and everything else you know what I mean and so like yeah. he started putting the thing he's great at and other stuff that he also does well and then you get these more like like you said more like fulfilled like complete films right because right. he's he's put his trademark in a film that's also doing something else right but either no, way it no, was still yeah. good mm-hmm. like it for sure and and there were some funny parts like the whole like the um the tipping, the the tipping one with Steve Buscemi, and then the uh, the name where he's talking. He's like, oh, he's like, why I gotta be Mister Pink? And he's like, he's like, because if I let people choose their names, they're all just gonna sit here and bitch for an hour about who gets to be Mister Black. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Quentin Tarantino had to throw himself in there in like the least like purposeful part. Like, yeah, I'm he's like, I'm Mister Brown. I'm gonna sound like man. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking see. Yeah. Also, that was a, like that whole thing. Can that like small scene just confused me? Like yeah. I was like, what's he got shot in the head and he's like still like driving and just like, yeah. But <laughs> I think it's something where like you know he must have heard of something who could do that and you probably can't like if you get shot in the head like in the middle right you're dead. But if you get shot like in the head and like it hits the side, you're probably right. missing part of your head. But you're like your lizard brain is just like trying to function where it can. And they probably right. don't have the budget. Whereas now, if you were to do that now, you could see like the guy's head being like wide open and him like yeah. trying to make sense of the world. Yeah, but it's, like, I don't know. The whole thing was just weird. Like, like if that happened, why would he be the guy you let drop? Like, I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's, it reminds me of the scene from Anchorman where he's like they're you know they're insulting each other. And Steve Carell's like, where'd you get those pants at the toilet store? And, and, <laughs> yeah. and then Vince Vaughn's leaving, and he's like, you guys just going to stand there? Even the guy who can't think said something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
But yeah, anyways, Reservoir Dogs, good. Not anything game-changing. I, I mean, I guess I'm glad I watched it just to say I watched it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's one of those that I think some of the stuff, like, I, you know, I looked some stuff up and, like, you know, they kind of, like, I read an article where they were talking about how, like, again, this is one of those things where I don't know if this was a point that Tarantino was trying to get across or just what someone read into it and it works. Um, but, like, they keep talking about being professionals, but, like, the the only guy who, like, does it right is, like, this super cowardly, like, kind of, like, Steve Buscemi character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like there's a big standoff. He's fucking underneath the stairs just hanging out. <laughs> right, right. Like, all he's... shoot each other, and he's just like, I'm going to leave. <laughs> and it's kind of like how we were saying, um, you know, about Goodfellas, where it's like, they go like, oh, do we, we do have a honor? We're professionals here. And then when push comes to shove, they're all... You know, it all crumbles. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, that's like a small thing that I read about it, and I was like, that makes sense. Um, but yeah. So that's that's what I watched. Uh, do you have any, anything else you've watched? Or um, I can talk about this one real quick, just super fast. Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. It's a new animated movie. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's under Premier Access, so Sydney and I did have to pay for a little bit more for it. Um, and it was good. It, 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 you know, it's like Moana, except like in Southeast Asia. And it, but it's it's not Southeast Asia. It's like a, a, a made up world, a fantasy world. Okay. Um, and it's good. Um, I I liked it. I probably I'm gonna try. I think it lets us watch it again. So I'm gonna try and rewatch it. Um, I will say the one thing that I think if you you should watch it is if you have like a 4K TV and a 4K Roku thing or like a super nice TV because dude like. like I really was watching. I was like, some of this animation is just like, <laughs> this is real life. Like, this is better than real life. Like, there's like, there's a scene where it's, they're on a river and it starts raining, and you see like the water drips. You know, like the water uh, drops hit the rain, the water. Yeah. And like, that that's that's real life, dude. Like that they they that's a camera. Um, um, but so yeah, I mean, I recommend it. It's like sort of typical uh, uh, princess story, but. Um, I don't want to give too much away since it's fairly new, but I would say watch it if you like, you know, like the more recent Disney stuff like Big Hero 6, uh, Moana, um, even Frozen. Um, and then it, especially if you have a, a nice big TV. And, and, and I was telling Sydney, I was like, you know, you look at something like Big Hero 6 from like, I think 2012 or 2013 and it looks great. But this is like leaps and bounds, dude. Like some of this shit, I mean, I, I was just like, I was like. This is real, all right? This is like a person went out into the wilderness and filmed this. Um, so I recommend it if you like those. Um, and it's that's uh, Raya and the Last Dragon on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Um, my last thing I'll talk about super quickly. Sorry, before I talk about that, um, mm-hmm. you mentioned the raindrops hitting the water. It immediately yeah. reminded me of... Um, it's super old, but it was this. It's this, it still like blows my mind, which is um, there's a scene in... One of I think it's one of the Lord of the Rings movies where Gollum's like in like a there's like a river and like Gollum's like splashing through it, mm-hmm. like almost all of that water is CGI. It looks so real, but it's like it, it's like a it's like a moving. I think it's an actual moving like river, mm-hmm. and they had um what is it, Andy Circus like yep. going through it splashing. But, like, they turn it into, like, a raging river with, like, CGI water. And then, like, they, because the river's, like, much stronger, they have to CGI, like, the splashes and make it, like, more exaggerated. And on yeah. top of doing all that, 
Like you're painting out Andy Serkis and putting mm-hmm. Gollum in. And I, like every time I see someone talking about it, I'm still just like, that looks so fucking real. Like, how's that so good? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I was talking to Sydney yesterday about uh, iRobot because I think something came up about iRobot on my timeline. I'm like, oh, you remember this movie from like, I think now, 17 years ago now? 17 years ago. Horrible. And I told her, I was like, I used to watch this movie all the time. And I know that, you know, the main robot, Sonny, he's played by uh, Alan Tudyk. You'd recognize him. You've seen his face before. But he, um, I was like, it's crazy when you think about what, because now, you know, we watch the Corridor Cruise, Corridor Cruise right. videos. And, and I was like, it's crazy when you think about it. Because now you, you and I know that anytime that there's a CGI person on set with like the little, you know, the uniform with the dots yeah. and shit, they have to erase them out and then draw the thing back in right they have to film it like with no one there then they have to film it with that guy there so that way they can overlay it paint him out and i was like can you imagine that in 2004 man like that's hard now right now they have programs that can like kind of just like i don't know how you know the inner workings of it but like it can get extremely close to just like on its own like being like this is a person and pull it out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah. like, they're like, nah, we're throwing a whole fucking like, yeah. like, I imagine back then it was just literally like somebody fucking tracing him out. Like the whole scene. Oh my <laughs> God. God. Yeah. Get that shit I mean, out like, um, the way I heard it, I think one of the videos they said was like, you know, anytime you have a CGI character on set, you either, you're, you're going to spend a lot of time doing it, but you can either spend a lot of time, setting up the set cameras and have like 20 cameras around the, the set. And right. then it's easier for you when you're get back home and do it on the computer. Or you could just have one camera, have the guy in the uniform and then just do it then. And then spend all the time back home. So it's either, either way you're going to be doing a lot of time, but it's either you do it before or you do it after. And I think it seems like now the answer is like almost always like have all the cameras set up because it still gives you more flexibility later. And I think it helps you like, uh, you know, make everything look right with lighting and everything. You can kind of right. see everything from different angles. Yeah. But I, I think, like, back then, I, I think, like, the CGI teams and, like, the directors were, like, not really nearly as collected as they are now, or not collected, um, connected as they oh, are yeah. now. So, like, I, I think that, like, I, I can't remember if there was something, there was one of those Corridor Crew videos they were talking about, and it's, like, the director just shot it, right? And then he was like, yeah, just do this. And then handed it over to him. And it was like, I can't, like... Was it Chappie? Have... It might have been. Yeah, it Because he was just writing the great thing. Yeah. And then they were like, I guess we're just going to have to manually put this thing over and just erase him every time and put him in over. I think it... I don't think it was Chappie because I think they were saying Chappie was done well. But I think there was another one they used along with it. And I can't remember what it was for one that didn't turn out well. Because it's just like, we just shot it, and y'all just figure it out. And it's like, we don't have enough information on where, like, the lighting. Like, I can't, like, seem to get this right. I don't know. <laughs> like, and it's just mm-hmm. like, for a director to just be like, here you go, fucking, I'm done. Like, that would be so shitty. Um, but, yeah. So, anyways. Uh, yeah, that's just CGI stuff. But, yeah, painting yeah. something out and fucking having to go back with it. Ignorant, especially, like you said, with iRobot in fucking 2004. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but the only other thing I, is I did start the flight attendant. Uh, nice. I watched the okay. first episode of it. Um, did you watch it with Kaylin or just you? I did watch it with Kaylin. Okay. Uh, what did you guys think? I thought it was good. There was a small section in the very first episode where I was kind of like, I caught myself not really paying enough attention. Uh, not mm-hmm. because anything was happening, but probably the opposite, which is that like, 
I feel like they spent a little too much time, and this isn't even like this is such a minor. Uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. It starts with a Q. Um, nitpick. Yes, yeah, basically like a nitpick of it. Um, but like, I feel like they spent a little too much time. Like, qualm. What now? Was it qualm? Little qualm. Uh, yeah, yeah, qualm. Yeah. That's that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> um, I feel like they they spent a little too much time like trying to demonstrate that she was like trying to get away. Like 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 she's stressed out when they have the layover, and it's like yeah, I get it. Like she's just waiting to get back to the U.S. And like yeah. they don't like really characterize anybody during that time. It's just her freaking out, and it's like yeah, I get it. You woke up next to someone dead and freaking out. <laughs> Like, it's cool. Uh, right? Like, she, I guess I was telling, uh, I think my friend Travis and Nicole, I was telling them, I was like, she literally acts like the most guiltiest person who has ever lived in the world. Yeah. Like, she was like, oh, oh no, what, what, me? Hey, do you want some coffee? Coffee? No, coffee's, coffee's for people who didn't commit murder. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, okay, all right. Yeah, it's like, and, and, and like, the acting's, like, kind of over the top, which is, like, one of those things, like, you said, like, I've been watching a soap opera the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's it just like for me there's like a whole section where she's just having a layover before they get to the u.s and she's just freaking out my problem is that like that kind of thing happens this is i, I could this is going to be a reference that somebody's going to be like you're a fucking idiot and and like i still i'm just going to roll with it which is like in argo when they're like trying like i feel like there's a section where they're just kind of hanging out but, like, there's enough stuff happening around it that things are still getting more tense. Like, we're running out of time. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. This, she's just, like, in the hotel room. Like, there's no, like, the FBI hasn't gotten involved yet. No one's found, or, like, someone's about to find the body. But, like, like, and it's just, like, there's no tension. She's just freaking out. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to show me this. <laughs> like, right. like I saw it, her it's... freaking out on the plane where, like, you said, she's like, coffee for people who didn't murder somebody. <laughs> 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 and yeah, when she meets that guy, she's like, "Hey, you want to have sex?" And she's like, "Sex? No, ice everywhere. I'm all way." Yeah, it's like the fucking praying mantis looked at me in the picture. And I'm like, what "Oh yeah, the fuck yeah, are you talking about?" <laughs> um, like, here's the deal: even if you are fucking losing your mind, like the praying mantis looked at you, wouldn't be like, "Ah, throw it," and it'd be like, "The picture looked at me." That, like that wouldn't be like your reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, um, and like I said, it was just like, there's no tension building. I'm just watching her play someone who's freaked out. And so, like, I mm-hmm. kind of was, like, not paying attention. But then, once, like, they find the body, they call, like, you see the FBI, like, or the, see, I don't know who it is, the government agency getting involved. I was, mm-hmm. like, right back in it. And so, like, I think I'll be good going forward. It's just, like, there was that small section where I was just, like, we're not really achieving anything right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think uh, episodes two and three are, like, still sort of that... Like, oh my gosh, immediate stuff. But then, you know, you start to meet other characters and, you know, you, you start, to, start to unravel a mystery and, and that's when it, you know, and then you learn more about her and her, like, upbringing and stuff. And so that's when it gets more like, um, you see her acting come in. You're like, oh, okay. Like, she's not just, like, high-wired the whole time. Right. All right. Sounds good. Um, so what do we want to talk about next? Um, um, do you want to talk about one year of, of COVID? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so, so March 11th, I believe is when this is coming out, yeah. um, mm-hmm. which will be, uh, one Thursday, year since, Thursday. uh, yeah. apparently one year since who declared this a pandemic. Yes. And it's actually the same night that, um, the, uh, the, the, the tournaments were suspended. Oh yeah. The, the NCAA tournament. 
Yeah. Yeah, and, and, the, the, AC, and the, the NBA and all those. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, the reason I wanted to bring it up because it's, you know, I think it's, it's, it's weird that you have such a distinct, like, time, right? right. For something that, like, you know, you, the spread of a virus, you sort of go, oh, it takes time or, you know, like, um, the HIV, you know, when there was that epidemic in the 80s, it was like over years. And I know it's not as widespread as this one, but it, I, I just, um, it's just weird that it'd be like, all right, this is the day, right? Because, you know, in the days leading up, I was, you know, you'd hear about it on TV and I remember seeing it be like, this is weird. And then when the CDC was like, yeah, we are prepared for like a uh, substantial uh, change to life or they said something like that. I was like, um, huh? why did they say that? <laughs> what? And so um, I, w- I tweeted out that, you know, I get Facebook memories that every day they go, hey, you know, five years ago you were here, four years ago you were there. And so the ones for last year, it's like leading up like late February, early March. And I tweeted that it feels like, you know, seeing those pictures and stuff feels like watching the first 20 minutes of a disaster movie where everybody's just like, <laughs> having fun or whatever. And then in the background, so like, it's like, you know, me, like, I'm like me, it's like me and Sydney at a park, but then in the background you see like an ambulance. You're like, oh God, there it is, there it is. They don't know, they don't know what's happening. It's like that, you know, like Shaun of the Dead where motherfuckers are keeling over in the background of pictures. Right. <laughs> um, so, um, but I remember that night very vividly because um, I was over at Sydney's and she was up with some friends for a birthday, I think. And I'm like, they're watching. Caroline is playing Syracuse and they're getting their ass kicked. But at the bottom of the ticker, it's like, you know, this tournament's been postponed. That tournament's been postponed. Rudy Gobert has coronavirus. And you, did the, you spin- did the fucking uh, the white guy blinking gif where he's like, oh, <laughs> you know I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, OK, everything <laughs> is turned out. And then by the end of the night, Sydney got home and I was like, I was like, literally like, is this like, are we going like, to go like the world going to end? Like, what is going on? Like, what is this? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, but, uh, the thing is, I, I mean, just because again, like the nature of the virus and how it spreads, I think like it's literally just because like it went from zero to 100 real quick, real fucking quick. Um, yeah, <laughs> that, that's foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and like, I, I remember it's funny because like, I feel like it happened before this, right? And I like, like to me, it seems like it was like January or February. And I don't know if that's just because like my whole like perception of the year is now like clouded with mm-hmm. like from that, and so I just assume it took the whole year. But like it, it like all of a sudden was just like, oh, everything's locked down. Um, but like I remember, eight, I mean like. I wasn't even seeing, like, family for a while. You know what I mean? After yeah. March, like, I was like, we're just not doing this. Um, like, yeah. I know Julian's first birthday was April 12th. So, like, we literally, like, we, we had bought, like, invitations, like, blah, 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 in, like, February. Like, bought, like, invitations for people. Had, like, bought, like, party stuff to, like, hang up, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, March comes around, and I was like, kind of seems like we shouldn't have this party right and she was like right. yeah but we bought all the stuff and i was like yeah but and then like a week later things started getting worse we we're like all right so we're definitely not doing it and then like his first birthday like we made him a cake and we like video chatted like you know like the, the, the parents and then just right. like he tried to eat the cake and didn't even fucking like it so it was just like okay <laughs> this is the most depressing first birthday ever um but yeah i mean it's just like 
a lot of shit's changed, uh, and yeah. a lot of shit has unfortunately not changed. <laughs> right, and it feels like yeah, like some of it's like it's like, like I see some people there, like it's like they they're like life didn't change at all. It was just like oh whatever. I don't just don't see the same. Instead of seeing five people a night, I see three people a night. It's like no masks, just vibes, just hanging out. <laughs> like people like in Florida, it's like they never it never came down here. Um, I do have a, a semi funny story. Um, it was like a week after the eleventh. Or maybe like two weeks after. And so at that point, Sydney and I are just like, it's just the two of us. And we sort of, we were never like, should we see each other? It was always just like, yeah, we're just going to see each other. And it's like, you know, if you get it, I get it. Like, it is what it is. Like, right. you know. Um, and so we were at her place and she used to live in Chapel Hill close to the uh, university campus. And so I'm like, it's so nice out. Like, we can't do anything. We can't go anywhere. Let's just go walk around campus and enjoy the spring day. And so we were walking downtown. And this is before, like, they said masks or anything. So I was like, let's just keep our distance from people. We don't have to get close to them. We'll just, you know, we're out in the open. Like, right. we'll be fine. And so we're walking by, by this place called uh, Linda's, which is, like, one of my favorite places to eat in Chapel Hill. It's, like, a little dive bar-looking uh, place. Okay. And the owner is putting up... Um, what is it called? Plyboard? Plexiglass? No. Uh, plywood? Plywood. She's putting up plywood like a hurricane's coming on these windows and doors. <laughs> and I was like, what is, what's going on? Like, literally nobody else was doing this on Chapel Hill. And I literally asked, I was like, hey, what's what's going on? Like, why are you putting that up? And the guy goes, hmm. Dick about it. I think he was the owner. He goes, oh, hmm. Let me guess, buddy. You don't know what's going on, do you? And I was like, well, yeah, there was like a coronavirus? And he goes like, Oh, yeah, yeah, you look at you, you fucking walking around here, like, acting like everything's okay. Well, let me tell you, my grandpa, he's in the military. He said there's going to be martial law Sunday night. I was like, um, okay. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I just want people stealing my shit when shit goes bad Sunday night. And I was like, um, like, all right. like, I don't like eating here anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not going to fucking come and give you my money anymore. <laughs> His pappy was probably on fucking Facebook and said it's martial law and his fucking decrepit brain was like, oh, it's going to come. Let me tell the kids, kids, you know, like yeah. the martial law is coming Sunday. Yeah, I, I what's funny is I think I text you like I ran into like one of these like fucking it had to have been like before the like right before the inauguration. They were like, mm-hmm. they're going to declare martial law. There's all sorts of shit going down. And they were like, they're going to shut down the internet. Don't update your phones because then you're not going to get emergency broadcasts. And I was just like, what are you talking about right now? Like, like what? Yeah, it's like, like my it's... fucking brain's melting. And I'm like, you actually believe this? Like, I literally tried to talk through it with the person. Like, I was like, I, I was like, hold on. So you, they're going to shut down. And, and like, the thing was, I was like, uh, I can't remember the logic, but they were like, there's a lot of bad shit going on. There's a lot of shit that doesn't make sense going on in this country, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so you're telling me you think, like, I was like, you think they're going to sh-? I was like, first of all, I don't think they have the authority to just shut down the internet. Like, right. Like, I don't I don't know how that would even work. Um, and, and, like, and then second... Oh, you know- Go ahead. Say, like, tell, you don't know about the big switch in Nevada. It's just a big electrical <laughs> switch. It's the size of a building. They just everybody pushes it all at once, and it flips up the internet. <laughs> and it was just like you. I was like, okay. And I was like, why do you think? I was like, why is the? Why do I need to not update my phone? And they're like, well, you won't get emergency broadcast. I was like, no, they just did a test like two days ago when I got one. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> 
And it's it, just like it, all this shit kept going down. And then they were like, it's probably the same shit this guy was saying. They were like, uh, you know, they're, they're going to, Trump's going to declare martial law to try and fix a bunch of stuff. And I was like, you think this guy's the guy that's going to fix it? And she was like, no. Um, but I think it's like, I don't think it's him. I just think it's high-ranking military officials that know this extra stuff. And I was just like, please, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, this is like straight out of the worst fucking movie, right? Like, like what are you talking about? You think that these high-ranking military officials are going to go over the president's head and like institute martial law, which he can only do, shut off the internet, which I don't think can really be done. Like, yeah, it stops any emergency broadcasts. But only, but only if I update my phone. If I don't update my phone, plan foiled, I still get the updates. Like, <laughs> like the, the fuck so are like, you talking about? Yeah, like, if you're in a family and like one of them does it, does that mean that everybody else can just tell that person? That? Right. Thing that, that's what I wanted to be like. I was like, "How about this? If you actually think this is gonna happen, I'll just you just give me the updates, <laughs> right? Just let me know. Just text me and be like, hey, man, it's coming. The purge started yesterday, <laughs> right? And then the next day, you're like, sorry, you just got this.' Like, I just <laughs> um, new phone. Who this? Yeah, it, it reminds me of like you know my mom when she was talking about uh, early on about the vaccine. She's like, I'm like, mom, like you know, I, I try to be the the source of her information. So that she'll tell my dad, but he, I'm like the whole time I've been like the one that's like, well, you know, here's what we're doing now, mask, I know, or I'll be like, you know, there's where the vaccine is, they're doing this, they're doing that, you know, hopefully by the end of the year, maybe next year, yeah. And then so, but the reason I have to continuously do that is because on her side at work, she has a lady who's like in her ear all the time. She's like, oh, Bill Gates is putting chips in their vaccines <laughs> and they're gonna track you, and I'm like. The new world. She's like, yeah, the uh, I forget the lady's order, name. The she's like, the new. There's a new world order. It's coming. I'm like, Mom, like oh my god, why? <laughs> and she's like, I, I'm like, why do you think somebody wants to track you through a vaccine? Like, what? Like, what they have you your phone bring? that they you bring with phone. you everywhere. Like, they right, have cameras already... on every fucking corner. <laughs> exactly. Like. If, what are they going to be like? Oh, look, 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 Jim, Jim, come, come, look. Nancy's drinking coffee again. Oh, my God. Like, Mom, like, what do you do that's so insanely important that you, that the government wants to know exactly what you're doing at all times through a vaccine, right? Right. Like, if any, I was telling her, I was like, if anything, she's like, you know, the government's, they, they started COVID so that they can get people sick. I'm like, wouldn't the government I... just want everybody docile like they've been? Like, you know, don't you want people just, you know, going to the movies, coming home and the not amount of people too much that, about what's going on? The amount of people that told me that COVID was, like, supposed to make Donald Trump look bad. And I was like, so you're telling me the entire world was like, we're going to murder so much of our population just so this one guy looks bad. Like, you think every single country was like, I don't care how many of our people die. We're just going to put it here. It'll eventually get to America and then he'll look bad. I was like, you're fucking insane. <laughs> right, right. And it's like, I mean, like the Olympics barely happen every four years. Barely. <laughs> and we're supposed to plan like a super virus spreading to kill millions of people for what? <laughs> right. And yeah. it was just like, yeah, exactly. Like for, he already looks bad. Like if you think he looks bad, the a mission was already achieved before this happened. <laughs> like, right. And like, if you don't, like... You like, were never I mean, going to think you looked bad. <laughs> right. I mean, I know there was on the fence people somehow. Yeah, okay. But, um... No, no one's Right, on like, the they're... Exactly. It's like, you don't have to kill millions of people to, to do it. You can just be like, oh, gas prices went up a dollar. And that <laughs> literally does it for most people. Right. It's just, I don't fucking get it. I just... <sighs> yeah, the, the only thing, like, the only... 
thing I've ever heard where I was like, okay, maybe, about the vaccines is like, people saying like, they came out awful quick, and I'm like, that is true, but then like, what I don't understand is people be like, right, they'll, they'll say like, how did a vaccine get made this fast, there's no way it's safe, right? Mm-hmm. I understand the thought that went through your head to bring you there, I truly do. What I don't understand is it took me one fucking, like, I Googled, got one source, and was like, oh, okay, like, there's the answer. (laughs) Which is that, like, instead of doing, you know, this test for 90 days, this test for 90 days, this test for 90 days, equaling fucking 270 days, three quarters of a year, they were just like, we'll just do all three tests in the first 90 days, and, and we'll be good. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same amount of precaution they've always used. They just fucking lumped them together. So it's like, yeah, like... All it took was for me to Google one thing, and I, I got, like, a clear, logical, like, concise answer. You, on the other hand, fucking had the one thought of, like, how did this get made so fast? And we're like, it's not safe. I'm not doing it. Like, <laughs> and it's like, the answer's right there. Like, it's available. All you have to do is just search look for just, it? Yeah, look for it. That's that's it. Just yeah. do your own... I was yeah. I was told I mean, like a week ago someone was like you know they say asymptomatic people don't spread coronavirus and I was like what the fuck are you talking about that's what that's what it, it <laughs> and they're like they're that's like, what asymptomatic means <laughs> well they were she was saying like they're not the ones that can spread it like you can get it and you're asymptomatic but you don't spread it and I was like no one's ever said that and she was like I <laughs> and she was like I've seen it and I was like. Not anywhere that's sourced in any fucking actual, like, no, not anywhere that's cited any sort of amount of research. Right. And I Googled it. Here's the most nuts thing, right? It's like, I Googled it kind of expecting it to be, like, four good ones, maybe, like, one bad one from some random fucking place, right? And then, like, mm. a couple, or, like, not good and bad, but, like, reliable and unreliable, right? Right, right. It was, like, two straight pages of reliable people being, like, this is how it spreads. Yes, it does spread this way. Please don't do this. And I was, like, where are you getting this information from? <laughs> and then, they, like, but at the end of the argument, they don't just be, like, oh, I guess you're right. And the answer's, like, I don't know. And I'm, like, I just, there's 20 places, 20 places, 20 people citing different scientists and doctors that are all, like, this is how this works. And your answer's, like, I don't know. Oh. It's like, yeah, you don't know because you're a fucking, you you work where I work. You don't work in a fucking lab. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Jim Bob down at the gas station said he heard from his daddy on Twitter that he said that he heard that the the Bill Gates ordered this happening. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Bill Gates doesn't give a shit about this. He just wants to make computers and spend money. Yeah. So, sorry, the only other thing I want to say about the coronavirus in this episode is just like, please just go get vaccinated. I don't, and, and. And for what it's worth, like, I know, I I read something the other day, you know, the Johnson & Johnson one that's coming out, the one-shot one mm-hmm. has, like, a lower eff- efficacy, I think, maybe. Um, yeah. It's, like, 60 instead of 90. Yeah. One guy pointed out that, like, in the tests, like, if you actually look 30 days out from, like, the 28-plus day effective uh, rate for um, the Johnson & Johnson, it's right in line with the other ones. Yeah. And the other ones, I think, rate their effectiveness after the second shot, which is 30 days after the first shot. So, like, really, it's the same effectiveness. It's just, like, there's not a 30-day period waiting for another shot. It's just a 30-day right. period where your vaccine's less effective until it, like, kicks in more. 
Yeah. Right, right. It sort of like catches up. That's what I was I, I was telling my mom about that because she was like, "Which one should I get?" I was like, "Well, like I just saw the thing. Like you know, like it's it's not as immediately effective as the other ones, maybe because I heard Moderna and Pfizer were like eighty percent after two weeks, even after the first dose, which I was surprised about. I thought oh, it was like fifty okay. fifty. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, yeah, yeah, my friend sent me the the link. She's like, "It looks like it's eighty. I was like, "Holy shit!" But I think. Johnson Johnson goes there and surpasses it, but it just takes longer. But right, and you know. so like the, my answer for everyone is just take whatever's available. Yeah, <laughs> if you're in and if you're in North Carolina on the twenty fourth, um, excuse me, they're allowing. Uh, I think he said uh, Roy Cooper said Group Four, which I think like if you look at the list of things that are under that umbrella, it's like a lot, like asthma. Um, it. I mean, what else? Uh, neurological disorders. Um, any kind of like, um, what is it called when you have a, a not a permanent condition, um, mm, chronic, I what it's called. chronic, chronic illness. Yeah. Yeah. Any kind of chronic illness. And if you're a smoker, so if you have, if you can prove or not prove, but if you, if you have smoked like three packs of Newports, <laughs> yeah, they said <laughs> they they were, if, you, if you've smoked a hundred cigarettes in your lifetime, you can get the vaccine. I'm just, yo, know, I'm just going to go, I'm going to buy a carton of cigarettes, right? And I'm gonna yeah. just—I'm not even gonna—I'm just gonna put them all in a line and just burn all of them and then just and just take a puff a little one. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna—I'm just gonna wait for it to fucking burn out. And like, here we go, we're good. Just fucking <laughs> chop the ends of the cigarettes off to the butt and then just burn uh, the ends a little bit. <laughs> well, I was telling somebody, I was like, at that point, like, if if that's so, like, if you've got a chronic illness, you usually have like some sort of proof. But I, I don't think they're asking for proof because how are you going to prove that you've smoked 100 cigarettes? Like, what are you going to go up and be like, yeah, here, you don't smell like menthols. <laughs> you don't, yeah, here's your my, teeth aren't yellow. Here's my Paul Malls. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah just, you don't, I, I showed up with a fucking Marlboro bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a t-shirt with the camel. Like, I'm really a smoker, man. Look, I have the camel on my shirt. Like, I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so if you if you smoked, and, and and the thing is that I know people who aren't smokers, like cigarette smokers, but they're weed smokers. So I was telling them, I was like, just go get the vaccine because like it's you have been risk. smoking for like ten years, and I'm sure whatever smoke you inhaled is equivalent to a hundred cigarettes over the last ten years. Yeah, I promise. <laughs> yeah, I promise. So even if weed is quote better for you because it doesn't have all that fiberglass and all that shit in it. It's still a type of smoke, so there's still, like, damage to your lungs, even if it's, like, not as bad. But if you accumulate 10 years of weed smoking, it's 100 cigarettes, easily. So, <laughs> go get the vaccine. Right. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to go lie about it and fucking, you know, burn a bunch of cigarettes. But, right. for real, if right. you're actually, you know, eligible, just fucking go get it. <laughs> right, right. Please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, check out that list, because you might have something that you, didn't, you don't even know. Because like, it, it's... You know, people think, oh, it's, you know, it's people with pre-existing conditions and they imagine somebody like with cystic fibrosis or in a wheelchair or something. But if you look at the list, it's pretty wide, all, it's pretty wall-encompassing. So if you know somebody or if you, um, like, you know, think, let me go look just for myself. Maybe I have something, you know, maybe my yeah. knee clicks and you know, like people whose knees click, that's on the list, right? Just go check it out. And, and if you, um... <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear it, sir. And then you're just walking, and then you just bend your knee. <laughs> I need proof. There it is. You like as you like if you don't have it, you just bend over and you stick your finger in your mouth and you do that. 
<laughs> there it was. There it was. As you bend down, you just put both your hands behind each knee and then snap when you lift up. <laughs> oh, there it was. You heard it. Uh, you heard it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. But um, but yeah, I think yeah, I I, I don't I I mean I I don't think that they ask for proof. It's just kind of like the honor system, because how can you ask for proof for things that I think people would be more intimate or private about? Right. But if you fit the line, just go ahead and sign up and. And, you know, check out Walgreens, check out CVS, check out places nearby, and, and see what you can find. Yeah. So, anyways, that's one year of this horse shit. Um, yep. God, this could have went so much better. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway. It didn't uh, have to be this way. Um, all right. So, let's let's uh, let's move on to something a little more upbeat. Yeah. Uh, which is some new music dropped, I believe, yesterday? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So, um yeah, so we actually haven't talked about music in a while. Right. Um, we haven't we haven't mentioned Twisted Fantasy in a good bit. I don't know if you oh, know. Oh, shit. But... Yeah, we haven't talked to fucking Kanye. It's been fucking nuts. Uh, but uh, there's some new music from um, uh, Drake, but then also Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock. Um, well, hold on. Start... And also Tory Lanez. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm... I... I really might go and get a cricket noise to drop after that. <laughs> <laughs> you should, you should. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tory Lanez, oh. who gives a shit? Um, yo, did you see the tweet where he was like, me and Drake dropping music on the same day? Great news for the industry. And people were like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that vine. Have you seen that vine of, of, um, of Bow Wow? And he's like in a crowd. And he he's it's, he's got like a hoodie on, yeah. and he goes, oh, "Oh shit, they don't know it's me." Yeah. And he like looks back at the people. The people couldn't give two shits about who, <laughs> right? The, it's, uh, it's like, or it's, it's fucking after after he did that. Like I I didn't look, but I'm sure under there somebody dropped the fucking Michael Jordan. Like stop. <laughs> oh <call."> yeah. Stop. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Yeah, and me and LeBron we're, we're, uh, <laughs> we we won the title last year. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. So, let's start with... Which one do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack Because there's a little more... There's less to it? Yeah. All right. So, one thing I will say is... uh, But it's just a new song, right? Yeah. Just a new song. song. Because they have an album coming out together. Yeah. As... uh, I think it's... Their their duo name is going to be Silk Sonic, which is... Mm -hmm. Ridiculous and the most perfect fucking, like name I could come up with for, like, what I would expect them to do together. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, God, I was trying to find something. Googled the wrong thing. Fucking it up. Let's go. Uh, let's see. So his last album, maybe last album, his last album I remember, uh, 24 Karat Magic, came out in 2016. He might have mm-hmm. had an album since then, because I feel like that's a long time, but I don't know what it would be. I think, I think well, he could, just because he was eating off of that thing for, like, two years right like every few months it'd be like oh cool a new bruno mars song where's this one from and i'd be like oh 24 karat magic i'm like is this like thriller where every single song is great and he just keeps voice well, like why would i make new music when i can just push out another song as a um single so what's funny is that i actually that's kind of what i was going to talk about um was that i remember thinking that year like you know me i listen to almost exclusively like rap music right I listened to that album, I was like, this is probably, no bullshit, one of the top five albums I've ever heard in my life. Every single song is fucking great. There's like, maybe one that's a skip, and it's not even like a skip every time. It's just like, sometimes it seems to hit, and sometimes it doesn't. 
and I don't I don't know if it won best album of the year that year. I'm not it sure. It did. Yep. It did. Yep. Okay. That album was so fucking good. Um and, and so like I heard this coming out and I was like, "Well, here's the deal is that like I love that album based on him being with Anderson Pack and the name they decided to go with. You know what I mean? Like I I was so sure that this was just going to be more of the shit I wanted, right? <laughs> like, and and I will say, uh, you said Sydney loves Anderson Pack, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it Pack or Pac? I don't know. I think it's Pac. Okay, Anderson Pac. Um, either way, he has like the most unique voice I've ever heard. Like he has the most one of the most like we talked about like best rap voices. How you can instantly tell it's them. Yeah. He has one of those voices. Like I'm not saying right. it's one of the best, but like when you hear it, you're like, that's him. Like that can't be anybody I... else. I, I, he sounds a little bit like one of Kendrick Lamar's uh, skins, one of his variants. Right, um, I can see that. A little bit. Where, where I first heard him on the a Black Panther soundtrack a couple years ago. Right. Three. Christ. Three years <laughs> ago. Um, and I was like, that sounds like Kendrick. Is that? And I was like, oh no, it's Anderson Park. I'm like, okay, like, but now I can tell him apart. But it's like one of those things where, like, early on, you go. Yeah, I, yeah. It, but even then, at least it's like his actual voice, like. Kendrick's like doing a voice to yeah. like get that to happen. And this is like I'm a robot this... voice. This is my robot voice. Right, and this is like a better version of that, and it's just actually yeah. what he sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so the songs leave the door open. That one was like, I listened to it. I definitely liked it. I don't feel like that had any business being a song that was put out on its own. Like I, I like it. It definitely did not seem like any sort of single you would ever put out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like. This doesn't seem like the right thing to release to drum up interest. You right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I always find that so interesting. I, maybe you do too. Like, which ones they pick for singles? Right. Because, like, Cause, I, we talked about... Oh God, what was it? It was it was Cardi B, right? The um, I like it, right? We were yeah. like, the moment yes. we heard the album, we were like, this is a single. Like, And, and then, like, a week later, it was a single. Like, so right. we were like, that had to be a single. So it's like... And I remember when I listened to 24 Karat Magic, I want to say the second track on the album is called Chunky, and I think that turned into a single for a little bit. I don't know if it was like a full-fledged single. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it had the same kind of legs that like it or... There's one other one I can't think of the name of, but I, I know... 24 Karat Magic? Uh, the... Uh, Uptown Funk. Yeah, like it, it didn't have the same legs as either of those, but like... I think it did get released as a single. And I remember when I first heard the album before it had I ever heard it on the radio, I was like, this should be on the radio. Like, this is so good. It's, yeah. like, upbeat, catchy, like, blah, blah, blah. It, it's perfect. And, and, like, it has, like, an amazing hook, whatever. And so, like, this just didn't seem like that. You know what I mean? Like, I was, yeah. like, I was like, this sounds good, and I feel like this is going to be one that I would never skip as the album kind of leads you through it. You know what I mean? Like, like because... Yeah. Some of those songs are only, like, it's not that they're bad. They just, like, are better as, like, connective tissue or, like, when you're, when the album has already put you in a certain feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, this seems yeah. like one of those. This does not seem like I'm going to, like, ever, let's put it this way. If this is on a shuffle playlist, like, I don't, I feel like I would skip it every time. Just because, like, I'm, this doesn't seem like, what am I going to put this with? Like, I'd have to have a playlist just for songs that are kind of like this. To put yeah. together. Like, it could never just be, like, one of my, like, 500 songs playlists where I'm like, just fucking hit me with anything because I'm ready to listen to whatever. Like, I don't yeah. feel like this could be on it because I'm going to just be like, I'm not in the mood for this. <laughs> right, right. And I think, you know, um, 
you know, like when Cardi B's album came out, I think one of the ones that was it was a single early on was uh, Cardi, Bar- no, Barty Cardi. And that one's okay. And I feel like it's like this, where like, I think she probably should have been told, just make it, I like it, make that the lead single. Right. And sometimes they just whiff on which ones they think people are going to like right off the bat, where, you know, maybe they should just ask like a fan, be like, hey man, come listen to these songs. Which one's your favorite? You know? Right. And then just have them pick. Um, but I, I liked it, you know, it, like you said, I, I agree. I, I think it's very much like a, this is a good one if it was like a connective tissue song, but it's not like, you know, like Uptown Funk, but maybe that's not what they're going for. Maybe they're going for something a little bit more like smoother and not quite as, um, like, like pomp and circumstance, pomp, yeah, like pompy punk, you know, like uh, a yeah. poppy funky funk, yeah. sound. Yeah. Maybe, uh, but I feel like just by, I mean, like. Is it going to be like an R and B album then? You know what I mean, like, like no, because hey, you're right, yeah, because his sound is a lot like Bruno Mars' sound too, where it's like pop, 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 pop. Right? Yeah, like it's right. like poppy. It's and not they, poppy, they, but it's you and know they what I mean? do that well. And they also like their uh, God. What is the name of the song? It got turned into a single on Twenty Four Karat Magic. It's like something on the floor. I feel like it. it cause, oh, uh, it's like love on the floor, like disco on the floor. I can't remember. It's the one that. Um, let me see. But it's like a super R&B sounding one. And the thing is, it yes. still sounds great. But even on its own, it's got more legs Versace to it. Versace on the floor. Okay. It's got more legs to it than this one did, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like, it's still, like, it's... I'm trying to think of how to explain it. Like, it's an R&B song, but I feel like it's still got more oomph. Even just yeah. as an R&B crooning song. This one kind of just is, like, floating around. You know what I mean? Like, it's not saying anything loudly it's just kind of out you know what i mean like and you, you listen to it and you're like that's i like hearing that you know what i mean like it's not much to listen to or sing it's just like the sound of it sounds good and yeah. so it's just a weird thing to put out as a single but i did like it yeah yeah and i'm excited it, i gotta see when the album comes out the full album because i think it should be soon because they say something like album coming this day single coming this April day or may i feel like i feel like it was very soon yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, either way, definitely excited for it. Like I said, I thought Twenty Four Karat Magic was like one of the best albums I've ever heard in my life. If you haven't wa- listened to Twenty Four Karat Magic because you're like Bruno Mars isn't my shit, you're incorrect. Go listen to Twenty Four Karat Magic because exactly. I also would have thought that I was not in the target audience, and that album is so fucking good. Yeah, and I'm excited for this group because I saw Cindy and I saw Anderson Pac in concert uh 2019 like summer 2019 and he was great he's like one of those where like you know sometimes people don't sound really good live especially rap i think sometimes you know it doesn't sound great live and i think some some versions of pop don't sound great live but he sounded great because he's up there fucking he's up there playing the piano playing the drums singing you know like doing everything and you you know it's it's half you appreciate well three quarters you appreciate the music but then the last quarter you appreciate the skill right it's like it's like watching lebron dunk it's like you know you go holy shit like what the human body can do because he's up there with the skill like you know playing the drums playing the piano playing the guitar singing yeah that's one thing bamani jones said he was like you know i love anderson pop bruno mars is great but he was like i I hope to god he's like anderson pop can do like play the piano does everything but he's like i don't think he does anything as well as he drums so i'm hoping that anderson pop does all the drumming on this album because he's Mm -hmm. great at it and yeah. then, of course, the very first song they release, the video is him just doing the drums, like he's on the drums with, while Bruno yeah. Mars is on the piano singing. And I was like, "There it is, it's perfect." <laughs> <laughs> it's just what we want. <laughs> That's the exact motherfucker I want. Um, <laughs> had to bring back the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. It had been too long. Um, 
but the the other big drop was uh, Scary Hours too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Drake dropped three songs. It's an EP. Uh, he dropped Scary Hours one right before he did Scorpion, and that okay. one was two songs. It was one called Diplomatic Community, which I think is not very good, but it also had God's Plan in it, um, and that was fucking massive. That was huge. Right. And I think it was so. I, 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 it wouldn't surprise me if he never intended to put that one on the actual Scorpion album. I think he probably was just going to put those two together and then he'll leave it off of Scorpion. But I think it was just so big he had to put it on. So, right. and I, I don't think any of the three. Also, here, he's the king or, of fucking dropping bangers and then not putting them on albums. Oh my gosh, yeah, like 2013 Drake, 2012, 2013 Drake, just dropping songs. Like, <laughs> and not putting the them best. on anything. That's huh. so insane. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't think any of these three, so it's three, it's one called What's Next, Wants and Needs, featuring uh, Lil Baby, and Lemon Pepper Freestyle, featuring Rick Ross. I don't think any of these three have that God's, uh, God's plan saying power, like that yeah. sort of, um, ability to, to become like a, a, a pop, not a pop song, but like a zeitgeist poppy song. Right. Uh, but they're all, I like them. I thought they were all really good. And I think it's, it's the, I mean, I think it's the best thing he's done in a little bit he hasn't i mean I, they're definitely better than that mixtape he had last year which i didn't i played like once maybe i didn't really like that one um and i am lukewarm toward scorpion i don't love it um and but i love more life so i guess from like i guess this is like my favorite i guess compilation of music he's had since 2017 so okay so i listen to them and then i came back and gave them a fair second listen because i'm not a drake fan um i do not like what's next or wants and needs um i don't i just think i don't like the beat um also the opening to i want to say wants and needs i think drake starts that song Mm -hmm. i was like this dude is just this sounds terrible like (laughs) like he (laughs) He's like doing. It seems like he's trying to do the Big Sean thing, where he's not like on beat. Yes, kind of fast yes, yes. I was like, so Sydney. Yes, I was like, up. I was like, it's was not like, good. Here's the deal: B- Big Sean does it all the fucking time, and it's still only good half the time. You yes, don't hard, yes. You hardly ever do it. I promise, it's bad <laughs> when you try. Like, yes, I was telling Sydney that I was like, oh, you know, uh, Big Sean's gonna go on. Uh, the Charlemagne show. He stole my word, word for word, word for word. He stole my fucking flow. Oh my god, with the fucking Gucci headband. Um, yes, but yeah, yes, because he does the shit. Because yeah, because you know, Big Sean will start a song and you know just rap really fast off the you know off the off beat or um. It's like he's it's like he's still on beat. Well, sometimes Big Sean's not, but like it's like when he's doing it right, it's like he's still on beat, but he's also filling all the gaps too, right? Like like right, like he's on beat for a different beat, right? Like he's on. It, like he's on beat, like his vert, like his lines end in the right spot. The the punchlines are in the right spot, but then he fills the whole thing with the rest of the words. You know what I mean? So there's never like yeah. a down second, like there should be. But you're Drake, right. That doesn't try to do Drake. that, and he fucked it up. Like it was just yeah, not good. Yep, <laughs> that is one. That is, yeah, I agree that I I liked um what's next, but I agree that that was when it starts. I was like, oh yeah. So I didn't like. I don't. Th- I just think I didn't like the beat of either of those two either. Mm. But the sample on the Lemon Pepper Freestyle, I don't know what it's from, but God, it was so fucking good. Like, mm. the beat for that song is so good. Rick, I wish Rick Ross had a longer verse. <laughs> like, I know Drake gets like five minutes at the end, but mm. like, Rick Ross, I, I just wish I had a little more. Um, yeah, Rick Ross on these, like, like... Yeah, it's like the perfect, like that, I'm trying to think of like another one. Like, 
was it Aston Martin music was he in? Like, it had yes, the same mm-hmm. kind of, like... The, the two of them. Yeah, it just, for whatever reason, like, that... Uh, he's... Rick Ross is so good on these, like, weird, like, R&B beats. Like, it, it, like, it, like it, it's always, like, a like it's soft music with, like, a, a woman crooning in the background, right? Yes. And then it's, like, yeah. he's just fucking barreling through. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like Devil in a New Dress, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Just, like, it's just soft, just, like, flowing music, and then he's just fucking beating your doors What's the one um, that he's with on Drake? That isn't not not um, Lord knows the other one. Uh, well, there's diced pineapples, but then um, the other one. What is it called? It's um, uh, tap my name on you, girl, so I know it's real. Um, uh-huh. um, it's, it's, it was around the Luke Luke in the Dream, right? Like it's it's that same song, right? No, that's Stay Scheming. I'm trying. Yeah, to Yeah, Stay Scheming has Rick Ross in it, doesn't it? Yeah, but I'm talking about okay, the other song. Okay. Um, oh my god! Now, like, I would probably let it go if I wasn't like if so it was invested a, in trying to make so invested. Yeah, because now I'm like, what is it? Uh, boy. Um, it was terrible. Was I go- trying to Google it, and now it's all just lemon pepper freestyle when I Google Rick Ross and Drake. It's like Club Paradise. That's what the album is. It's it's the same album. It's called Paradise. <laughs> what is my brain? What is the song? Oh, like my brain boy. wants to say free smoke, but it's not free smoke. It's loading free spirit. Jesus Christ! It's free spirit. <laughs> it's free spirit. That's the song. I love that song. So I, that that's one where I I I think they they sound good together. And somebody had a list on Twitter yesterday of all the songs that they're together on, and I was looking through them and I was like, these are all fucking awesome. Like <laughs> I never this, they they need to make an album. Like fuck right the exactly. Yeah. Album. It should have been now. Right. Yes. Yes. Because like you know, people are people are always like, "Oh, Kendrick and J Cole, that album's coming anytime." Or when? Bro, some... I don't even want that fucking album. Yeah. At this I, point, I've, well, I've never wanted that album. I like <laughs> I like Kendrick Lamar. I hate J Cole. I was like, please don't ever do this. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's gonna be a bunch of whack shit with one good uh-huh. verse on it. Uh-huh. Um, what was it? Um, yeah. People are always like, you know, what a time to be alive too. When is that coming out? You know, but. Now that I, you know, you look at this and you go, yeah, like, that would be perfect. You get Drake's, like, you know, sort of crooning sound and then Rick Ross's harder, like, you know, baritone sound. Right. And you just smash them together. So There's, there's only a few duo albums I feel like really get the best. So, like, like I, I do think, um, this is an older one, but, like, Method Man and Red Man, they, also, I don't want to include, like, Outkast because they started as a group, you know what right. I mean? So, like. But like Method Man and Randman had, you know, they did Blackout and Blackout Two. Those are both like they bring out like some of the best in each other. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Watch the Throne. Yep, classic. Um, I would love a Schoolboy Q and ASAP Rocky album because mm-hmm. I feel like Schoolboy Q is like a little as weird as he is. Like I feel like he's a little more like um, par for the course, and so I feel like he could rein in some of the ridiculousness shit that like ASAP Rocky tries to do. Yeah, you know I mean, and they so, sound so good in um, Electric Body. I think, right. it, like, I think we talked about it before. Where I think Schoolboy Q's voice is so good on that beat with ASAPs. Right, exactly. So I, I would love a Schoolboy Q and ASAP album, and yeah. then you know, fuck that, uh, and that Drake and Rick Ross album. I don't even really. What's weird is I do not like either of their shit solo. Like I, I, I do not like Rick Ross albums. I've tried because I love Rick Ross verses. Do not like his album. Not even God forgives and I don't. That one's great. I don't. It just doesn't. Something doesn't do it for me. I, yeah. I, I maybe I need to go back and listen to that one because like I, I've it's been a while since I've tried and I don't I don't know which one I tried. But either way, 
I love um, that music video where he gets pulled over for a speeding ticket. And then he gets out of the car and jumps over the Miami Bridge. Have you seen that? I haven't. <laughs> He's in a car with DJ Khaled. And there's, like, women in the back seat giving them massages, like, in the front seat. And the cop pulls him over. He's like, you know where I pulled you over? And he's like, I don't know, speeding. And then, the, like, the, the music video cuts. And it's, like, Rick Ross getting out of the car. He starts running. He's, like, pants are falling down. He's, like, grabbing his pants as he runs. He They're on a bridge. He, like, jumps over the side of the bridge and, like, jumps into the ocean to try to escape i gotta send you that i'll send it to you but here's a list here i'm gonna give you a list of the of the um drake and rick ross songs and let me see which one's your favorite and then i'll look for that while you discuss that but it's a lord knows great classic just blaze beat Mm -hmm. gold roses asimart music stay scheming dice pineapples i'm on one money in the grave free spirit the deuces remix no new friends pop that and now lemon pepper freestyle which i think all of those are, at a minimum, pretty good. Right. I, th- I think my favorite are, are probably Stay Scheming and Dice Pineapples. Um, also, again, I don't really like Drake albums. So some of these are cuts on an album that like I never really listened to enough to, to have a strong opinion on. Um, but like I, I do know that they have like a certain chemistry where it definitely always sounds good. Here, I just sent you the, oh, the video. God. Right, this, it's, I mean, this is how we're going to end the episode. I was fucking my reaction to this yeah. nonsense that you're about to send me. I looked up Rick Ross Bridge, and somebody's username on Twitter is Rick Ross jumping off of a bridge over a speeding ticket. <laughs> okay, hold on. Why is my phone doing this right now? All right. So then hit this Twitter. I'm going to turn up the volume and everything. License and registration. I'm living life in this fast lane. I love it too much. I will never go back. So I gotta stay speed. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love that the police officer so, so casually like lets him step out of the vehicle. Like and then just fucking turn for the corner. Like <laughs> that's so ridiculous, bro. Also, you're just gonna leave DJ Khaled and the two girls in the tr- like, yeah, fuck them, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody Why? said, I'm mad Rick Ross actually had a stunt double and they really made another overweight dude jump off the bridge. <laughs> oh, God. That's uh, Why would you even put that in a video? Like, I like, like when he like, gets you... out slowly and then he does that. You know when you start running, you do like the, like, like the, the, the juke step. move? Yeah. You, know, like the, you like look one way and then turn back the other? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And it's like... It's just so ridiculous. It's like two feet from the car. He's yeah, like, oh, and like it takes like two quick steps and it just like jumps over, God. and then into the water. You're just in the water now, bro. Like, yeah, where like, are you gonna go? They can I, see I, like... I, I, here's the deal. I get a strong feeling that Rick Ross is probably not a fast swimmer. Like, <laughs> like I get the idea that maybe the cop would just be like, okay, and he just like pull down there, like take the roads and just like pull up next to yeah. him, and then just watch him swim and just walk on the shore. Beside Here's him. a towel and some handcuffs, bro. Come on. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Now you're wet in the backseat of a car. Way to go. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, that's the episode. Um, so... Uh, if you want to catch the podcast, you can catch us um, at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at EverCastro92 on Instagram. You can catch me at T Moneybags on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to email us directly, you can catch us at Different Animals Podcast at gmail.com. 
any any feedback would be welcome. Uh, just anything we can get. Yep. Um, so as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. See you guys. Peace.